0: It's time to pull up a chair and open your Bible for today's Bible study segment of Naomi's Table. All right, welcome back to Naomi's Table. This is our Bible study segment, so uh, scoot in here, grab a chair. Uh, there's plenty of room because, of, as you know, we do this on the radio, so it's limitless. Whoever can hear our voice is welcome at the table. Today, we are back with our Bible study teacher, Sunny Shell, and we're covering just one verse, as we always do, and this one is Proverbs 31. Verse 11, beautiful truth is beautiful trust. And you can't see this. Sunny, you've provided us with a, a picture, and, and you got to go download the homework today to go get this. It's a beautiful picture of a flower. Um, explain that yeah. to us.
1: It's a very unique flower. Actually, um, I found it interesting. I'm, I'm from South Korea, and this flower was actually made in South Korea, ah. or you know, um, cultivated in South Korea, and it was named after the grower's daughter. And it was actually supposed to be named Beautiful Trust, but in the translation when it came to America or to Europe, someone accidentally translated it wrong and wrote Beautiful Truth. Mm-hmm. So the title of the study is kind of a word play on what we're going to talk about today as well as what happened with the flower. So the Beautiful Truth flower is actually called the Beautiful Trust flower, it was supposed to be, and that's how it's translated in Korean. Um What I love about this is, and people will be able to see this when they download it, is uh, you see the picture. It's it's a unique flower. It doesn't look like a flower. No. It has um, petals that are just a quarter inch thick, and it looks like um, straps, kind of like a rib. And then you see, you know, just the inside where the nectar is. And I found that so interesting as I was studying Proverbs 31.11, because 31.11 says the heart of her husband trust in her, and he will have no lack of gain. And as I was looking at this flower, I I would think where the nectar is, that's the heart. That's the sweet spot, you know, (laughs) of the flower. And then it's like the petals are are the ribs, like we are, the ribs kind of surrounding um, the man. Because as we know, going back to the garden, we talked about we would go there, so we'll go back to the garden real quick. You know, God made the woman out of the rib. Of the husband. You know, he could have made her out of a bone, because he's God, he can do whatever he wants, a bone out of the man's head so she could be over him, a bone out of his shoulder so she could be equal to him in position and and, uh, authority and everything. Um, He could have used a bone out of um, his thumb so that she could be under his constant pressure. He could have used a bone out of his foot so he could wipe his feet on her, Mm -hmm. but he didn't. He chose the ribs. So we have to, we know that God is very purposeful. So we have to think, why did God choose the rib? So we look at the rib and we study the rib and we think, well, you know, the rib, kind of like this beautiful truth flower, it's both strong and delicate all at the same time. You know, I love how God has those things go together very often. We talked earlier, last time we were together at table, how law and liberty don't usually go together except in Scripture. And delicacy and strength don't usually go together, but we all know that the rib is delicate. Everyone knows that. But it's also strong, and we know it's strong because it protects two of the most vital organs of man, his heart and his lungs. Mm -hmm. And that's all it protects. That's all it does. And so we have to look at, okay, if the rib is supposed to protect the heart and lung, then we need to study what does the heart and lung do? Well, the heart pumps the blood of the body, I mean, the blood within a man's body, um, throughout his system, and it's the vigor. It's the very life he has. We know that if you're anemic, you're very weak. Mm-hmm. if you don't have enough blood flowing. And I don't know if, um, I know, I've heard this before, my husband say to me many years ago before I learned about biblical submission that I was sucking the life out of him. And I'm, I, I'm wagering that other women listening right now probably heard their husbands say that too, mm-hmm. or just heard men say it in general, that some woman is sucking the life out of them. Well, we are, when we're doing that. That's, and God says that the life is in the blood of every creature that he has made. And so if that is his actual vigor, that's his heart. So we protect that, his vigor, his life, his very life. Um, And then we look at he protects, we protect the lungs. What do the lungs do? They inhale air and they exhale air. So then we look at the wife and say, okay, what are we supposed to do? Well, we're supposed to protect, just like we protect the heart now, his very vigor, okay? We don't want to suck the life out of him. So we've got the heart. Now, at the lungs, we say we want to protect what he exhales. So the things that he says, because, as we know, our husbands, like us, aren't perfect. Mm. And sometimes they say things that aren't very nice. It doesn't smell very good. You know, it's like bad breath. Everyone else but the person who has it knows that yeah. <laughs> it's a little odorous, you know. And um, sometimes it happens. Our husbands bat off and they say things. So what are we supposed to do? sit there nod, and go, see, I told you it wasn't perfect. No, we protect it. We don't protect it by condoning it, but we protect it by praying for him when that's happening, and we could protect it by gently, lovingly, you know, um, gesturing to him or changing the subject, or as we know our husbands, different things that we could do to protect what he has just breathed out that might have not been good. Mm -hmm. The other thing that we do is we protect what he breathes in because that's the other part of the lung. So we protect this atmosphere. We create an atmosphere in our home that is full of God's love, peace, and joy. We've all heard the term, a man's home is his castle. Well, it really is. You know, that's his resting place, and there are a lot of men who are workaholics on purpose because they don't like to go home because that isn't his resting place. That's the place that the second he walks in the door, kids are screaming, wife wants to hand the kids off, she's been home with him all day, and then she wants to tell him all the troubles, and then she wants to leave, maybe go out with the girls or go have tea or whatever. And um, that's so he doesn't want to come home to that. So uh, we'll talk about another, uh, during another lesson, some practical applications about how to establish a home where... Um, The husband can breathe in peace, joy, and get refreshment. So we'll do that in another lesson. But that covers this beautiful flower and how we, as the rib, um, protect both the vigor, the lifeblood of the husband, as well as his atmosphere, what he breathes in and what he breathes out.
0: Mm. You know, Sonny, uh, I have to say that the rib is such a delicate uh, uh, bone and, and well, there, there are many in the rib cage. And if you break one of them, if one of them is, is yes. injured somehow, uh, yes. it hurts to do the basics. It hurts to breathe. It hurts yes. to laugh. It, it hurts to yes. uh, you know, anything that makes you breathe uh, harder. It, everything hurts uh, and it affects right. the entire body. So we need to make sure that the rib is strong, protected. Uh, we need to take care right. of ourselves that way.
1: Mm-hmm. That's that's absolutely right. And the only way that we can do that is we need to feed ourselves with the Word of God. He's basically the marrow within our bones. It's the Holy Spirit that strengthens us. That's the lifeblood that we need. And we can't do that without the Word of God. As Scripture says, you know, man doesn't live by bread alone. He lives by the very Word of God. Mm-hmm. Man not just meaning male, but male and female, all human beings. And we have to remember that so that we can protect both the vigor, the very life of her husband, that he has a lot of energy and vigor, and he's just delighted about life, as well as protecting anything ill that comes out of his mouth and protecting the atmosphere he breathes in, because we know our husbands go out there and men are made a different way, that they are, um, we have to be very understanding and considerate. We talked about this in the beginning about how God has made him and the burdens he's laid on him that he actually has not laid on the woman,
0: yes. because
1: we weren't made for that. The, uh, men have greater burdens and um, desires and passions to care, provide, and protect us, that um, while we have some of that, we will never understand a degree, because you know why? We're not men. And I've heard women say, oh, I get what my husband's going through, and I always remind them, no, you don't. Mm -hmm. Not to the same severity, and you never will, because you are not a man, and God has made it that way. Mm -hmm. So it's just prideful when we say we get it, we understand and You know, we handle it this way, why can't he?
0: Because he's not a woman.
1: And yeah. aren't you so glad? So, I am um,
0: glad. <laughs> <laughs> But, but I'll tell you how tempting it is to say, oh, he just doesn't get me, Sonny. He just doesn't get me. Well, he's not supposed to get me.
1: <laughs> no, he's supposed to get God, and so are you. Yes. And through that, you should be able to get each other. Um, and that's, that's kind of the um, problem that uh, we get into. One of the things that... Um, going back to the beautiful truth flower when I was looking at it, I don't know if the gals out there, they garden, but I I used to before. I got very ill. I used to garden a lot. And one thing that I found uh, that's so beautiful about the garden is, I think people have heard an analogy before that God's the gardener. Yeah. And we're just, you know, in his garden. We should be growing as he wants. And, you know, God prunes just like we do. A good gardener will prune their plants. And there was this uh, little plant that I pruned to the point that one time – Even some seasoned, um, um, what am I thinking of? Who are those people? Landscapers. Thank you. (laughs) Landscapers who came out to help me one time wanted to pull this plant up because they thought it was dead. (laughs) And it wasn't. I had just pruned it to the point that it really did look dead. But because I was the gardener and I knew the plant well, I knew it wasn't dead. And I had to prune it back as far as I did. It looked ugly. It was near naked. But I did it to keep it healthy. And um it and nobody knew that and I had to keep stopping people from doing it. and you know, people made remarks about it, it was ugly, it was dead, why don't you pull that thing up? And of course as time came by it grew more vibrant, more um just not in color, but the smell, the fragrance that came from the flower was just beautiful. I mean people literally could smell it two or three houses down. Oh, and would goodness. come to my garden trying to figure out which plant that was because it was so aromatic but that's why i pruned it i knew that it needed to do that there were a lot of unhealthy little shoots you know how us women do we go off on rabbit trails sometimes yes plants do that too they have little rabbit trails they're actually called sucker shoots i yeah. like the name for that <laughs> because they suck the life out of what needs to grow and it's just a it's just a stem that grows kind of nothing. So they're called sucker shoots. Gardeners mm-hmm. know that. And you want to you want to cut those off. And sometimes it's funny because those sucker shoots are pretty big. And so you got to cut those off. And, and I believe that's how God does us, just like this beautiful truth flower. I see a, a biblically submissive woman much like the beautiful truth flower. She's delicate in appearance, but she's very hardy and she's strong. And she grows without being overbearing or overtaking the other flowers. In other words, um She's not overbearing and trying to be better than all the other women kind of thing, if we were to use that. She doesn't mind being pruned. Um, but- a biblical sickness of wife is like this flower in another way that, though being pruned is painful and could cause her to bleed, you know, I don't know if you've ever pruned a plant. Um,
0: yes, I have.
1: Stuff, yeah, it, you see liquid coming out of it. That's kind of its quote-unquote blood. Yeah. Um, so it's painful, but... She trusts the gardener who has got her father for pruning her, because she already knows, as he says in his word, he disciplines you, only for what? That you may bear more righteousness. Mm -hmm. And so he knows that she's going to grow more fragrant and have more larger and vibrant flowers, like I just described. Um, The pruning actually makes her stronger, actually not weaker. And although at the time she might look ugly... You know, and other people might look at her because she kind of looks wasted. She's weak. She she just doesn't look like she has anything to give. Uh she doesn't need to concern herself with what other people are saying because God who pruned her knows better. He made her naked like that before her. Mm-hmm so that he could grow her into something more beautiful. And as time goes by, she starts being such a beautiful aroma of Christ that it's not just the people right within her home, but outside her home, and then in her church, and then outside her church, and who knows where, where the fragrance
0: goes. Yes, and people will seek that out. (laughs) They definitely will. absolutely. And Sonny, you know, this this Proverbs 31.11 study that you have here uh, on our website titled Beautiful Truth is Beautiful Trust that is so packed this is one of those bible studies that uh, you you, you want to spend some time in it because there's so many rich bible verses in there that uh, you're, you're just going to want to get in there and just really feed on those sunny shell thank you so much for this segment uh, for for bringing this to the table this rich powerful food that you've given our ladies here today thank you so much all right well we will be right back but until then uh again go to naomi's table.com all the Bible studies are there I think you'll really enjoy